So hi everyone, this is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today I have the pleasure to talk to Dave Dupont from Team Snap. Team Snap promises to be the easiest way to manage your team or sports organization. And of course, I'm curious to find more about this. But first of all, I want to welcome my guest to the show. So hi, Dave, how are you? I'm great, Benjamin. Thank you. Cool. Good to have you on the podcast. And let's start with you as a person right away before we move on to the company. So why don't you share with the listeners who you are, what you've done in the past and what you're doing now? Sure. So once again, my name is Dave DuPont. I am the founder and CEO of Team Snap. We founded the company 10 and a half years ago. Before that, I was in the tech industry for a couple of decades. And As a result, when I was a coach on my son's lacrosse team, I saw an opportunity to improve the lives of people on teams by providing a way for them to more easily communicate, coordinate activities, and share. And that's what TeamSnap was founded to do. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah, as simple as that. Uh, and wow, 10 years is uh, quite a time already. Um, so what would you say are the main challenges that TeamSnap solves for its users? Must be, must be a broad range of, uh, of things, right? Right. So the original focus of TeamSnap was, to put it simply, making sure everyone showed up at the right place <laughs> at the right time with the right stuff on a sports team. So we were a simple coordination utility. Over time, we have expanded the capabilities that we offer people on a team. So we offer much more significant communication and coordination services, assignments, uh, scheduling, payments, um, all different kinds of messaging. And in addition, we have increasingly become a broadcast tool. So individuals, mm -hmm. or more specifically spectators on teams, use TeamSnap to share the game experience with those who are unable to follow it. So we've done that. And in addition, we, over time, provide services to the organizations to which teams belong, clubs, leagues, and associations. Mm -hmm. So we have an integrated platform that allows any kind of sports organization to dramatically increase their productivity. Wow, that's, that's a big promise and might be connected well to, to the next question that I had in mind. Mm -hmm. um, so I always want to know what is so special about the solution that we're talking about. And uh, I think also, especially in, in your field, uh, there are quite a few companies who are trying to do something like you're doing. Right. Uh, at least I've, I've come across a, a broad uh, range of them. Right. Um, so I'm wondering, what's the different trader? Is it like the broad set that you were just uh, speaking about? Is it broadcast angle? Is it like the enhanced? enhanced uh, stakeholders that you can uh, pull into the solution, or, or maybe it's something completely different? Yeah, there are two fundamental, and every time somebody asks me a question and I think of a couple things, I, I inevitably think <laughs> of one more. Um, so I'll, I'll name three things that are different about us relative to, uh, to our competitors. So the first, and this has been true since the inception of the company, We recognize that if we were going to be a really valuable team for people on teams, we had to recognize the fact that not everybody on a team is actually a technology expert. In fact, 
many of the individuals are technophobes or actively dislike technology. So the implication is we had to be really, really easy to use, very intuitive. So the user experience, frankly, from the beginning of the company has been one of our key differentiators. And I remember in the early days, potential investors that I talked to saying, oh, you know, that's not a real differentiator, but in fact it is. Our, our customers tell us yeah. they're familiar with other solutions and uh, nobody's as easy to use as we are. And we strive to do that continuously. So that's one differentiator compared to us and everyone else. The second is, and this is a, a big one, a technology one, we designed TeamSnap from the beginning to be a single technology platform. So what that means is everything we do is connected to, to make it simple, a single database. And that means that, for instance, if a league is using TeamSnap to schedule games, then the individual coach or player on a TeamSnap team sees the games that are the output, the game schedules that are the output of that process I just described at the league level for their specific team, because it's all one database, right? They see the information relevant for them and they see it in real time. So if for whatever reason, uh, the weather, for instance, a game is rescheduled, then the individuals on all the teams receive notifications for their specific team on their individual team snap instances. That's a significant differentiator. It's harder to do because it means everything has to work together, but that makes for a much more valuable experience for the people in the sports organizations. The last thing is one of the things I learned in my technology career before TeamSnap is he who owns the platform wins. So what I mean by that is uh, it, it's, it's impossible to do everything that customers would like. So the way to provide a comprehensive solution and still remain focused is to make your architecture open, to provide open APIs so that third-party software companies and other partners can connect to your platform, make use with your user's permission, of course, of the data you have to enhance the experience in their software and provide capabilities. So an example would be uh, there's a software company that, that uses our APIs and records uh, player playing time. Okay? That's something I don't, you know, TeamSnap, it doesn't do. But if you want playing time, you can buy TeamSnap which is a great solution for most of the functions you want at that, at that uh, sports organization level. And then you can connect this software tool to connect with us, similar to what you do when you buy apps for your iPhone. Same kind of concept. Apple doesn't make all those apps, right? But they do provide the platform yeah. that basically uh, provides the base capabilities that all the apps use. And that's the, that's the third differentiator for us. Cool. It sounds a bit like the the blueprint for successful companies these days. Being being simple, have an outstanding tech platform, and uh, position yourself in that ecosystem or at the core of the ecosystem by having an open approach with, with APIs to be irreplaceable. So uh, yeah, sounds sounds really good. I, I like the way you phrased that, Benjamin. That was much more concise and clear. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm just here to to sum things up and to understand what what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, also connected to that, um, I'm also interested in in your business model, and how you make money. And after hearing your talk, I guess it's at least on two sides: a the, the teams and organizations that you're helping, and secondly through your APIs. Is it correct? We actually don't charge for access to our APIs, but you're right that organizations pay us in a variety of ways. So we collect sub uh, subscriptions and uh, we have a freemium model. So an organization can use Teams for free, but if they want to upgrade to premium features and they pay us and a significant proportion of our customers do. In addition to that, among the services we provide is payment collection. So most organizations need money for their operations and they typically collect them from the participants or in the case of youth athletes, the parents. So we facilitate that process often in, mm -hmm. in concert with registration for an activity or, or a sport. So uh, we collect money, we take a small fee for doing so. So that's a second way in which we make money. A third way is as TeamSnap is the increasingly the connective tissue, let's say, between members of an organization, the way they communicate, the way they coordinate activities, the way they share. As we continue to expand that capability, we, we also become a conduit for goods and services. So increasingly, individuals on the TeamSnap platform are actually buying products through our platform buying sports gear, buying other products and services they need mm -hmm. for the activities in which they're engaged. And we take a small percentage of that as well. So all of those are revenue streams for us. Nice. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, I don't know. Are you allowed to share which is the strongest revenue share or is it something top secret? Well, um, it's evolving, but uh, we started just as a subscription service. So that's still our largest revenue stream. I don't expect that to be the case in the coming years. I think payments, commerce, and, and also uh, we, uh, for, for customers that, that don't pay us, uh, we, we actually advertise on the platform. So I expect those three latter revenue streams to ultimately eclipse subscriptions. And in fact, I look forward to the day when customers actually don't have to pay us subscriptions because the other revenue streams more than compensate for them. Nice. Um, brings us to the next question about um, what is challenging for, for your business. Um, is it maybe still on, on the user side that you have to educate people that it's actually useful to, to use your um, solution, even though it, it seems to be a very simple one? Or is it maybe in the, in the tech backend or maybe somewhere else? I think the most significant challenges we face today, and I'm using this term in the sense of in the sense of we'll overcome these challenges. So these are not obstacles. Uh, sometimes certain, certain uh, practitioners of the English language use challenge to mean something that's an obstacle. I mean, it's a challenge. It's a hill. It's a mountain. And we are already making good progress in climbing it. Yeah. But the most significant challenge we face is simply scaling the company to address the opportunity in front of us. You know, we're, we are no longer a startup. We, we are an established company. We're, we're one of the largest players in uh, sports management and communication. And um, what, what ends up happening, and I've, I've, been, I've started a few companies, um, 
you just need more skills, more capabilities as you grow. And that's one of our biggest challenges. So it's an internal challenge, not an external challenge. So that is on the on the human resource side of things to to get to get the right talent, to get the right people in order to to grow in certain areas. Precisely, Benjamin. And in addition, to put in place the right amount of processes and procedures. Too too little, and you have chaos. Yeah, yeah. Too much, and you have lack of innovation and stagnation. Yeah, another another uh, book to be written about that, or has been there have been quite a few big, uh, books written about that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, interesting topic. Um, let's come a bit to the to the like very positive topics. Are there some success stories or or metrics that you can share with us about users or growth or something like this? Sure, sure. Um, so we continue to grow rapidly, which is why we have the problem of uh, or have the challenge of continuing to scale organization to address that growth. Uh, we now have 22 million users around the world. We're particularly strong, as you would expect, since we're based in, in the United States and North America. But uh, we are in, at last count, I think 177 countries. And uh, I look forward to expanding beyond uh, North America in a big way, including in, in your home country, Germany. The um, other metrics I can share with you, um, our users, active users are, um, are typically highly engaged on the TeamSnap platform three times a day on average. And what I particularly love about, uh, about being in this business is we get daily validation of the difference that we're making in people's lives. And uh, the best testimonial to this is if I happen to be wearing mm -hmm. a TeamSnap t-shirt when I'm traveling in the airport, inevitably I will get stopped by somebody who says, do you work for TeamSnap? Yeah. You guys are amazing. You know, you make, and they'll show really? me their phone and they'll show me TeamSnap on the homepage. <laughs> and um, they will um, describe, uh, you know, how much of a difference we make for them. And then um, they'll inevitably have some ideas about how they can make TeamSnap better. But I just love that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another story that kind of demonstrates this. Um, increasingly, we just find people everywhere in the world. We have lots of stories of employees uh, in like Bali um, or running with um, an impromptu um, uh, pickup running group in Barcelona or uh, South America, one of our earliest investors was on a beach in South America and some people came up to him because he was wearing a TeamSnap t-shirt. Um, it's just a cool thing that people love us. Um, <laughs> the, um, my co-founder was in a subway uh, in New York City not so long ago and he noticed that um, this family kept on looking at him and the family got off at a stop And the dad of the family turned around as he was stepping out of the car and just raised his thumb, which in the U.S. is a sign of, uh, you know, affirmation, raised his thumb and uh, walked off. And it's just that's cool. People love what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. So you're saying if I want to uh, be approached by uh, uh, other people while I'm traveling or out, I should wear a T-shirt of yours? Yes. Yeah, we'll send you one. <laughs> Please do. so. <laughs> I have some travels coming up so that uh, could come well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, be happy to do that. Cool. 
Um, I, I think we got a pretty good picture of uh, what you've been doing over the last 10 years uh, and, and what your strengths are and how the platform works. Um, I, I always like to take a little look into the future as well. So my question is, what, what is coming up in the next month? Some crazy new features, maybe, like you said, new geographies or, or something else? Yeah, so um, we're continuing to expand our team capabilities. Uh, some of the things that are happening at that level are... Uh, improved messaging, uh, including uh, the capability, I think we just introduced this, the ability to message to subsets of a team or organization, like uh, an example would be just the goalies or um, just, the, um, just the strikers on a soccer team. So uh, that's a feature that uh, we just introduced at the organizational level, enhanced um, registration, and uh, officials management. Uh, I'm looking forward to incorporating video mm -hmm. into our platform, video highlights specifically. So you can tell that I'm excited about, uh, about the future of TeamSnap. And one, of, I didn't mention this as a challenge before, but in no other position I've had, has there been so many things we could do so one of the challenges is actually prioritizing amongst them. So I've given you a taste of uh, four things that are coming, and there'll be more. Nice. Uh, just one question about the, the video feature. How would the videos get in? Is it uh, user-generated content, so the parents who are watching the game of their kids, or is it something automated, or could it be both? It's both, although one of the things we've discovered, so we have pilots in this arena, and um, there are two ways to capture video, but simply. Uh, one is um, spectators, I guess you could say three. Uh, spectators, number one. Um, venue solutions, number two. So cameras that are actually part of the, uh, the stadium or the complex. And number three is professionals. Professionals tend to be rarely used because they're expensive and they're more used in, uh, in professional and um, in college sports in the United States. So the solutions come down to spectator-centric solutions and venue-centric solutions. And I personally believe that venue-centric solutions make more sense because not eliminating spectators, but practically speaking, the venue-based solutions are just getting better and better. And you can have personalized, you know, focusing on a single player um, or focusing on specific events, um, highlights from a venue-based solution. And a problem with spectator-based solutions is um, if, you're, if you're recording the game, you're not watching the game. So a small set of people really want to do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I'm curious to see which, which way you're going to incorporate in your, in your solution, or maybe it's multiple ones. Um, but yeah, it sounds, sounds promising. Yeah, the, the obvious place to incorporate it, and this is what we've already started to work on, is in our TeamSnap Live feature. So TeamSnap Live, practically speaking, is our broadcast feature. This allows spectators of the game to share the game experience. Today, they're sharing chat, yeah. photos, and highlights in a template of the game. So uh, we automatically, if somebody wants to communicate uh, uh -huh. the, the score, they can do so. They can communicate um, how much uh, they can essentially uh, communicate the game clock. So people who aren't at the game know how much time is left in the game. Um, 
who scored, that kind of stuff. Um, so video highlights are a natural extension to this real-time broadcast tool. I like it. And uh, when, when can we expect these features? Is there any timeline yet or, or still, still not sure? Within the next few quarters. <laughs> All right, cool. Is there anything else that we should know about you or something that we forgot to mention in this podcast? Well, I think, I think your listeners might be interested in our culture, in the nature of our company. And I think this is part of the reason why um, we've been successful, to tell you the truth, and maybe uh, a foundational reason. Not only did I start the company with an idea of the problem I wanted to solve and some understanding of how to go, go about doing it and understanding the market, but I also had been working in tech for a number of years and I had good fortune to work in some, some companies that had great cultures. I was with Hugh Packard for a long time and some other great companies. And with my founders, I was able to establish and people we brought on, on over time reinforced this a really positive culture. So we've been named one of America's best companies to work for, for four years. And we just have a, we have an attitude that, um, We, we trust everybody. We're very egalitarian. Um, and those values permeate everything we do. They're not just things we say. They're, they're, they're guidelines we live by. And we hire people that adhere to those. And that's worked out extremely well for us. So that is that's something I would think your, your customers are, or, your, or your listeners are interested in. And there's a, there's a value in particular that I think is, uh, is worth mentioning, which is one of the things we've discovered is um, we ultimately, you know, our, our, our mission is to take the work out of play. But you could even simplify that, that further and just say, we're here to help people. And we hire people who want to do that. Uh -huh. And that makes TeamSnap a better place to work. And it also makes the products we make that much more usable and enjoyable by our customers. Very cool. I'm, uh, for me, it sounds super convincing. And if, if the CEO says uh, these kind of things, uh, I'm sure the listeners are interested in your career section that might, must be on the, on the website, right? <laughs> yes, it is. And of course, we're hiring. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Um, all right, Dave, one very last question before uh, this podcast is over. It's more um, about the way you work, not necessarily about uh, TeamSnap. So I would like to know, uh, do you have some sort of productivity hacks or something that helps you stay or be productive? Um, it might be some super small thing or maybe a theory about um, how to be productive in general. Okay. I have three thoughts there. Um, first, I'll talk about the product productivity of the organization in that we have a headquarters in Boulder, Colorado, in the United States, but we, mm -hmm. we don't require people to come to work. We have people that work all over the United States and uh, work out of their houses. And in the case of some of our software developers, they actually work out of, um, we call them in the United States, RVs, recreational vehicles. Um, I, think you're, I think they're called caravans in Europe. Um, they technically don't have a house. <laughs> um, And, uh, and it works fine. We all use a variety of modern tools to communicate and uh, have great relationships. Wow. So that's the first thing I will mention. Um, the second personal productivity, well, I'll mention one other organizational thing. Work is a lot easier if you hire fabulous people. <laughs> so 
that that is something that I personally am focused on. I still talk to every new employee and uh, we'll continue to do that. Um, we yeah. really take our time and make sure we have people that adhere to our values and can work in our environment. So that's the second thing. And the third, this won't surprise you, but I personally find I am more productive if I take the time to sleep, of course. Well, I say of course, but a lot of people don't sleep enough. So I get a good night's sleep, number one. Um, I never miss a meal, <laughs> number two. Never, ever. Uh, and in fact, I'm known in the company, not only am I insisting on lunches and dinners if, we're, 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 if we happen to be working through those or, or uh, doing an offset, but I also believe every meal after breakfast deserves dessert. And lastly, that's not really productivity, but it's part of uh, you know, a happy life. And the last is um, I make time for sports. So every day I'm doing something. I also cycle to work. I do work in, in the office, um, but most of the people that are involved with TeamSnap uh, do take time. And I think uh, even if it's only 45 minutes or something like that, uh, I hear people say that they are too busy to exercise. I, I think that's fallacious. I think exercise keeps you, keeps you young, keeps your brain clear, and you're actually, and some of the best ideas I have are when I'm on my bike or when I'm exercising. Um, if you just just work continuously, I think you're ultimately less productive. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's a vicious circle. If you uh, don't work out, don't exercise, don't have a break, then uh, your productivity goes down, which means that you have to work longer, uh, which means you sleep less and so on and so on. So actually exercising keeps you keeps you on top of your game. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I do find, um, and this is, I guess, another productivity hack, but it's related. I find just getting up and walking away for a moment um, often just clears the mind and with you know, a solution or an approach will come to me. Um, just don't, don't stand staring at something for too long. Go away and a solution will emerge without even you really trying to think about it. So um, that's, a, that's another productivity hack. Uh, I said I would talk about two things and I think I'm on number five now. The other thing that I do, um, and it's it's kind of combining the last two things I said, uh, but I have very few meetings in my office with individuals. Like after this phone call, I have a I have a meeting with one of our employees. We're going to go walk around Boulder. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what we that's uh, people were warned that don't that that don't know me at TeamSnap, uh, for instance, candidates for positions we have. If they're interviewing with me, they're told to bring walking shoes. <laughs> I like it. Do you think it helps to be in, in Boulder, Colorado, Colorado, because the environment is so nice and maybe people enjoy the walks more than in, in crowded cities or something? That could be. That could be. Although I'm, I'm sure there are nice. I, it's been a while since I've been in Berlin, but um, there, I'm sure there are nice places to walk there, too. That is true. Yeah, I actually I do that with my with my business partner as well uh, to be creative and, and discuss a few things. We just walk around some blocks, and actually, it's nice to be be outside for for a while. Cool, Dave. That was very interesting. Also, thanks for for the bunch of productivity hacks. I'm, I'm sure there's something for uh, for the listeners in there. Uh, but yeah, thank you for for being in this podcast. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, I will follow your journey closely, and I will uh, yeah, I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you very much, Benjamin. And um, 
give us your address and I'll get you that t-shirt. <laughs> I, I take you on that one. I will send it to you. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Benjamin. Thanks. Take care. Bye.